0: It's time once again for The Go-Giver Podcast, where we explore five timeless principles that will increase the profitability of your business and the joy in your life. Now, here's your host, the co-author of The Go-Giver, Bob Berg.
1: Hello again, I'm Bob Berg, and we have what I hope you'll find to be an interesting and value-packed show today. Dale Carnegie was right on the mark in one of his most famous sayings. We'll look at that in our Thought of the Day. And in our interview segment, Nancy Matthews explains to us how we can be the one in other people's worlds. That and more on today's show. I thank you for joining us. We've spoken before regarding the importance of moving from a focus on ourselves, an I-focus or me-focus, to a focus on others. Not to be confused with self-sacrifice, selflessness, or even some kind of Casper Milk Toasty type of thing. Focusing on others is the best way to develop the know, like, and trust relationships with people that result in you becoming successful personally, professionally, and financially. Dale Carnegie taught us that in his classic How to Win Friends and Influence People when he wrote, You can make more friends in two months by becoming interested in other people than you can in two years by trying to get other people interested in you. And please don't misunderstand. While there's nothing self-sacrificial about this, by the same token, this is not simply a means to an end. It's imperative that you are authentically focused on that person, that you have a genuine interest in them. Otherwise, it's nothing more than manipulation. Some people ask, but what if I'm not the type of person who really is interested in other people? well, then it will be a bit more difficult, won't it? But you know what? The good news is that a person can actually learn to be more genuinely and authentically interested in others. Meanwhile, all joking aside, I appreciate the person asking that question because it means they don't want to act in an inauthentic way. They want to be real, to be themselves. Great. The best way to become genuinely more interested in others is to simply decide to be. Yeah, I know, that sounds odd. However, as human beings, it's amazing what we have the choice to be. We can choose to be happy. We can choose to be grateful. We can choose to be helpful and caring and empathetic. That doesn't mean it comes automatically. If it doesn't, it doesn't. But thankfully, we can develop it. The first step is to become aware of why you would want to develop this new characteristic. Obviously, if we don't see a benefit in something, we won't make the effort to change. So. Why should you place your focus on others? I think the earlier statement by Mr. Carnegie summed it up right. (laughs) Let me repeat it. You can make more friends in two months by becoming interested in other people than you can in two years by trying to get other people interested in you. And you can substitute earn more business, effectively lead more people, and a lot more for make more friends. Though the more friends part certainly makes the point. Next, simply operate with genuine caring for the person you're speaking with. As I first learned from Dr. David Schwartz in his classic, The Magic of Thinking Big, action precedes feeling. Don't wait until you feel a certain way to act that way. Act that way. Operate that way. And you'll begin to feel it. So begin focusing on others and allow yourself to feel that way. Finally, As you begin making this a part of your personality, you'll begin to see huge success in your dealings with others, and a fantastic feeling of joy and happiness. Not as a result of what you receive from these transactions, as nice as that will be, but simply because focusing on another person, listening, saying a kind and encouraging word, making a big or small difference in their life, is one of the best, most amazing feelings you can ever have. Yes, the results themselves will be fantastic, but the difference it will make for you by making a difference for someone else will be amazing. Are you a successful entrepreneur or sales professional, but you know you have the potential for even greater sales success? Reality is, most entrepreneurs, small business owners, and corporate salespeople aren't nearly as successful at selling as they could be. Fortunately, it need not be that way for you. Join me along with my brilliant business partner and strategist Kathy Tajanel for 2 days in Orlando, Florida, and attend our GoGiver Sales Academy. GoGiver Sales Academy will help you communicate more value to your customers, reach more people with your exceptional value, sell at full price, become objection-proof, and embrace the abundance that's your birthright. You'll work personally with Kathy and me in a small mastermind like environment. These workshops are limited to only 12 people, so it'll be impactful and transformational. Learn more at GoGiverSalesAcademy.com and see what others are saying. Click the link in the show notes. Remember, money is an echo of value. Nancy Matthews is known as the Visionary with Guts, and I can vouch for that firsthand as I've known her since just after she and her two awesome sisters, Susan Winner and Trish Carr, founded WPN, the Women's Prosperity Network, and seen through Guts' determination and leadership how large and effective that organization has grown and become. Nancy is also publisher and author of the Visionaries with Guts book series. She's a talk show host and frequent media guest, as well as a master coach and sought-after speaker, sharing the stage with some of today's leading experts on business and transformation. Her latest book is a tiny little book in size, but absolutely powerful in content and impact. It's titled The One Philosophy. Visit nancymatthews.com to get your copy. That'll be in the show notes as well, of course, as will links to her other resources. Nancy, welcome.
0: Hey, thank you, Bob. I am so happy to be here today and uh, always love talking with you, so I'm excited to be on the podcast yeah. today.
1: Well, likewise, an honor to have you. Now, your own story, I yeah, I want our listeners to get to know you a bit. Uh, entrepreneurial, mm-hmm. you're solution-oriented by nature anyway, for mm-hmm. as long as I've known you, yeah. I've known that. But you worked on yourself really from the inside out as you went from a struggling single mom living paycheck to paycheck to a very successful and respected leader. Tell us about your journey.
0: Wow, that's interesting. So I was just having a conversation with somebody the other day and like reflecting on how I got to be here and what is it that keeps me moving, keeps me going. And when I I was a single mom, And I guess I'm still a single mom, even though my kids are grown. (laughs) Uh, But when I was a single mom raising my kids, I really had a choice. I was working as a legal secretary at the time, and I was getting by providing for my kids, but I wanted them to have as many options as possible if they wanted to do dance or karate or, or take them on trips. And in order to do that, I needed extra money. I got no child support pretty much ever as I was raising my kids, so what that required for me to be able to give my kids what I wanted to and all the options and possibilities for them to have the most amazing life, I worked more and I had part-time jobs or second jobs and I found network marketing way back in the beginning and I did whatever it took to be able to give them more options. And in that process of continuously advancing myself, my skills, my capacity to learn, to grow, to provide value to people, I found that that way of being served me quite well in terms of personal fulfillment as well as financial fulfillment. So I keep on doing that, you know, no mm-hmm. matter how much money I'm making, I keep on developing and growing and just wanting to be of more value and service. And I only can do that when I continue to improve myself on a regular basis. Like, I know you read, you read way more than I do. And that's one of the ways we grow, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Okay, so the basic premise of of your book, The One Philosophy, again, I just love that book, Uh, is perhaps best summed up in the quote from Dr. Seuss on the very first page. And it Mm -hmm. reads, to the world, you may be one person, but to one person, you may be the world. Tell us more though, define for us the one philosophy. Is this like in The Matrix where the character Neo was the one, or or is this
0: different? (laughs) It's a little bit different, but maybe not so much. (laughs) Not so much. So let me give a little background to how I came to this kind of phrasing of the one philosophy. I was Scheduled to have a meeting one day with a TV anchor here in South Florida, and we were discussing getting a TV show online. And having a TV show is something that's was on my wish list for a very long time. And I was so excited. And I was thinking about how I'm gonna make sure that I pay attention to her. And I was just excited about being with this person. And in that moment, I thought to myself, you know what? She's just a human being like everybody else, but I'm treating her differently. And I started to think about how when we think that we're having a meeting with a potential client or somebody who's going to be the one Mm -hmm. to further our goals and dreams, we actually treat those people with more respect and attention. And I was like, "Mm, there's something wrong with this picture. Every single person you meet has Mm -hmm. value has something to bring to the conversation, to bring to your life or you to bring to them. And it's through the way you connect and honor the other person that that value gets revealed. So treat every single person as the one with that same level of attention and respect, because everyone is the one. And when we pause long enough in our human interaction to just be present with the other people, whether Mm -hmm. it's somebody serving you in a restaurant, at the gas station, in a networking event, wherever it is, honor the people that are in your path, because there's magic there when you pause long enough to get to know them.
1: Okay, I love that. Now how does one who doesn't do this naturally uh, first begin to make the shift to that what we would call other focus, right? Which is really the yeah. one philosophy focus, yeah, right and mm-hmm. and then continue to keep to keep it top of mind.
0: So in the book, I actually share principles and practices to get yourself in the way of being, or, or more so, because I, I tend to believe that human nature actually wants to show up this way for each other. We do it with the people we know and care about. Mm-hmm. And how do we heighten that? How do we heighten our attention to people? So in the book, I share principles on how to do that. And the first place is to pause long enough in each moment and in each interaction, simply to be present and stop thinking about yourself mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and focus on the other person. this this really works well for people who are a little bit shy or don't like going to networking events or things like that. The reason that tends to occur is you're worried about what they'll are you gonna say something right? Are you gonna look good? All of that stuff that's all se- self
1: focused.
0: Mm-hmm. If you make it your intention to find out as much as you can about another human being, it's so fun and it takes the pressure off of you. So, yeah.
1: Yeah, I love that. It's very freeing uh, to do that, and and it's amazing how people will just relate to that and how they will mm-hmm. share their story with you. So, what what you do, and this begins on page twenty three, the principles of of the one philosophy, where you take the letters T H E O N E, and uh, each one stands for its own principle. Let's look at a couple of those, if we may. One of my yeah, one of my to. favorites, and this is something you did. I I think it's a message. Sometimes it's difficult to get people to accept, but it's so powerful. And this was under O and that is own your own life by taking 100% responsibility. And and this is what winners do. This is what successful Mm -hmm. people do. And, And it can be a challenge and it's very natural for it to be a challenge, but it's probably the biggest difference maker between a life of happiness and one of sadness isn't it
0: absolutely absolutely because when you take responsibility you can actually be in control of things as opposed to being a victim or being subject to circumstances and things that come up you know and and it's interesting i like that you said it's challenging because on the one hand it can be easier to blame outside circumstances or other people for what's going on in your life. That might be an old knee-jerk reaction for some for some mm-hmm. people. Um, like when you know when you come home and the lamp is broken on the floor, and your mom says, "Who broke the lamp? <laughs> uh, it wasn't me. <laughs> wasn't me. <laughs> didn't do it. <laughs> um, <laughs> didn't do it. Yeah, my brother did it. Right? Um, but 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 taking a hundred percent responsibility. So here here's the funny thing about that is if I was to say, look at all the wonderful things that are happening in your life right now. People are glad to take responsibility for all the good things that are going on. Yep, I did that. I won the contest. I made all those sales. I looked great at the party. We'll take credit for that stuff, right? But the stuff that's not so good, we're not typically is eager to take responsibility for Mm -hmm. and one of the things that i learned from jack canfield in his book the success principles Mm -hmm. that he actually learned from w clement stone his his first mentor he said the beauty of taking responsibility 100 percent responsibility is it gives you the opportunity to uncreate what you don't like and recreate anew
1: right And of course, uh, you know, when when we say take responsibility that, hey, you know, things do happen that you didn't cause. I mean, life is life and things happen. And we're not saying, uh, and it's not a matter of blame. It's a matter of saying, okay, this did happen. This really stinks. I had nothing to do with this or however you want to say it, but here's how I'm going to respond to it. Here's where I'm going to go from here. Correct. Yeah. So.
0: And that gives you that place of control.
1: Yeah, exactly. It, you, it's difficult to be both a victor and a victim at the same time, right? It's sort of one, of one or the other.
0: Yeah. And if I may, what you said, you know, as we kicked off this part of the conversation, is that moment of choice, of taking mm-hmm. responsibility, is you choosing to be a victor and choosing to be happier.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Powerful. Yep, absolutely. Now... I want you to share a uh, a story. This is how, when you really focus on someone else, how you can open up things in their world. You were holding a meeting, or I think you were actually the speaker at a meeting, and a young man mm-hmm. named Dan, who had just come mm-hmm. from Canada, uh, actually, I'll, I'll, I just teed, teed it off for you. So why don't you take it from there and tell <laughs> us the
0: answer? All right. So, <laughs> and this was well before I, I wrote the book. I've been practicing oh, these principles for, you, for such a long time. Yeah. Um as, as have you, my wow, friend. Thank you. So so I was doing an an event. It was a seminar talking about vision and expanding your vision, going for what you want. We open up the event and do some networking in the, the beginning and this um gentleman uh, Dan said comes to the event with his sister. So I was like, hey, Dan, it's great to see you. He's like, yeah, it's my birthday. And my sister uh, brought me to this motivational seminar. I'm like, what a great sister. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I said, so tell me a little bit about yourself. And he said, well, I'm from Canada, as you know, and I want to be the general manager of the Florida Panthers hockey team. And I was like, wow, that is an awesome, audacious goal. Thank you so much for sharing that with me. So everybody sat down, and I get up to the front of the room, and I'm doing my teaching on vision. And one of the keys of having your visions realized is to share it with other people. And I said, take Dan, for example. He met me. He shared his vision as to be the general manager of the Florida Panthers hockey team. And no sooner do the words come out of my mouth that a girl sitting across the aisle in the back row raises her hand and says, I babysit for the owner (laughs) of the Florida Panthers hockey
1: team. And you created that by focusing on him.
0: Right, creating the space for him to share Mm -hmm. his vision. Because I didn't say to him, what do you do? I said, tell me something about yourself. Well,
1: and what I love too is that every single person in the room at that point, if they didn't know you prior, and I know many of them did, but those who didn't, at that moment came to realize that Nancy Matthews is a real connector. She is someone worthy of getting to know.
0: Oh, thanks. Yeah. and Because that's what it, I believe that the reason we are here on this planet is to have human experience and interactions. That's why we're here.
1: Well, you said in the book that everything comes to, you know, everything we accomplish comes to us through others. And this makes sense because we live in a world where everyone but ourselves is someone else. So, um, and and so (laughs) I think the the wonderful paradox of the one philosophy is that when you focus on others, on everyone, as though they are the one, because they are absolutely, truly special people, what happens is you put out not only that that energy, though certainly that but you really create an environment where they see you as someone to treat as the one and not only is it mutually beneficial it actually expands the pie all over the place
0: yeah yeah. And and the other piece of magic that was beautifully said, and the other added bonus is that when you show up and pay attention to someone and value and actually listen when they're speaking, as opposed to just waiting to talk, people feel that and they open up and share about themselves in a more authentic, genuine way. Mm-hmm. And that's how real relationships develop. And as you say, if we're talking from a business perspective, people, all things being equal, people do business with people they know, like, and trust. Mm-hmm. What better way to create that than to really care about them in the first place? I uh,
1: love it. The book is The One Philosophy, The Little Message with a Big Impact. It's just over 100 pages. It's a tiny but powerful gem. Go to Matthews, that's with two Ts, dot com to get your copy. That'll be in the show notes as well. And you know what? Just buy one for every single person you know and care about. They're going to love it. They're going to benefit from it greatly. You can also subscribe to all her information there. And for information on the Women's Prosperity Network, visit WP. Uh, visit womensprosperitynetwork.com. <laughs> that will be in the show notes as well. Nancy, thank you so much.
0: Thank you so much, Bob. I so enjoyed being with you today and uh, being on the show. Thanks.
1: The big lesson I learned from Nancy is to focus on everyone you speak with as though they are the most important person in the world. Do this consistently and your world will change dramatically. How do you do in this regard? Are you able to give that person your total time, attention, energy? When you do, how do they seem to respond? Please feel free to write me at bob at and let me know. We might even share your email on an upcoming program. Remember, the Go-Giver makes an excellent gift to those in your life in order to help them lead better, sell more, and touch the lives of more people in positive and significant ways. Visit thegogiver.com and check out the new expanded edition of the book. And while you're there, check out John David Mann's and my newest book, The Go-Giver Leader. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, rate, and provide a review on iTunes. Visit thegogiver.com slash reviews. I enjoy reading every review. And your review will also help others to much more easily find this show. That's all for today. The Go-Giver podcast is brought to you by the gogiver.com Visit www.thegogiver.com and get our free special report, The GoGiver giver Way, Five Principles for Creating a Culture of Excellence. That's thegogiver.com. Stop on by. Thank you so much for joining me. And until next time, I'm Bob Berg. Make it a great day.